Yeah, those I mean, kids need to have some education that this is why they feel so oppressed now because of the lack of education. Why are we keeping them out of school? I mean, but think about this though. I mean, it's a state of an emergency. For I their mean, safety. so so you have to try to get everybody calmed down right. and on the same page because they're still. I mean, the, Baltimore is on fire. I understand that, Terry, but at the same time, it's the kids that need to be in school. Those kids were out there yesterday. Right. They need to be in school today, getting that education so they can move forward uh, to better a better Baltimore and not be a part of what's going on today. Yeah, I, I still think that that would be a little bit hard to do. Cause I don't it, think so. No, I mean, I don't I'm going to say as a parent, my baby would be at home. I mean, know. think about this. My kid would be learning something. You, they have, and they ask for people to open the the churches uh, for the kids to have those schools. Uh, they would be getting some type of education. They would not be at home. I'm sorry. You know what? When there is a state of an emergency. I mean, this uh, of course, all hands on deck. No, no, yes, no, no. I get that. No, hold but, on a second, Nikki. Hold on a second. If things are a little bit different, I wouldn't want my child going to school mm-hmm. if there's a state of emergency. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm dropping you off on the corner to get on the bus and I'm driving not- p- past burning cars and buildings. So all I'm saying is, I mean, you really have to be focused on crowd control. You don't know what's going to happen or what's going to break out. Not to out. mention an out-of-control crowd. We don't know who has guns. We don't know who has knives. We don't know which one's crazy. The crowd is out of control, so I kind of have to agree on that one. I mean, like I said before, my baby what you're looking at. Consider what you're looking at. What we're looking at through those lenses. We don't exactly know what is taking place there. Yeah, we see it, but on the other hand, there was a peaceful protest with over ten thousand people in Baltimore that we never saw yesterday. We never saw that yesterday. But that's that's not that's not being debated. That what's being debated is when when the situation is a little bit different when parts of your city is on fire and yes their education is important we still have to be proactive well well being proactive is not state of emergency that's just like if the tornado sirens are going off it's an emergency situation you need to go to cover we, we still have to be proactive terry and that's that's my opinion but that's not it. that's not sending them to school though well, that's obviously we have difference of opinion in that one. Okay. All right. Well, we can agree to disagree. That's what I love about this show. Hey. But let's go to the phones. Good morning. Before we take our first break. Good morning, Good morning caller. Good morning, Crown Prince. Uh-uh. Mm. How are you doing this morning? Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> Welcome back. I like Master, oh, but I go with Bruit Prince for today. Hey, I need you to make me laugh today, okay? okay. I'm having a I'm having a bad day this morning, so. Okay. Already? Okay. How are you doing this morning, Lana? Doing well. Doing How can I cheer you, you done, up? You've done a good job on the news this morning. I appreciate you. Nikki, nice to hear you, always. Thank you. Hey, I want to say something about the Baltimore situation. Yes, sir. I, I was listening to NPR the other day, and I heard the former uh, police commissioner up there. He said that if these people... If those people didn't do uh, their investigation, uh, you know, swiftly and hold somebody accountable, that that stuff right there was going on now was going to happen. And they so, still haven't. And it's happening right now. Okay, so apparently he knows, he, he, he got the pulse of the city up there because he knows, he predicted that if they didn't do something about it quickly, that that kind of stuff was going to start happening. I've been to Baltimore. I know how it is up there. And that those people are not playing. Right. 
Okay, that's just that simple. Oh, and and then I think of still talking about the fires and the riots, the looting, and all of that stuff. What they need to focus on is, hey, stop, uh, uh, stop, uh, uh, providing an atmosphere for that kind of stuff to happen. I'm talking about within the police department. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Now, if you, 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 the National Guard and all that other stuff ain't gonna change the thing. The only thing gonna stop that is hold these people accountable for what they're doing and stop covering it up. Yeah, but at some point in time, you have to get control over it. I mean, just period. You can't just sit back and watch it being burned. I even saw on television where uh, uh, the fire department was trying to put out a fire and somebody walked up with a knife and cut the hose. Yeah, well, look, the way you get control of it is you stop it at the source. Like the old people used to say, you, you, you're taking that by the root. If, if the people, if the people in the police department, uh, would hold each other accountable, then you wouldn't have a cause for people to start going off like that. It's just that simple. If, don't, don't create a problem and then, and then blame the, 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 the people and say that's the problem. What the real problem is, is the, what's going on in the police department and the way, and the way they're doing things. So if you stop that, then you don't have a, you don't have a, people don't have a reason to go out and do the kind of stuff they're doing like that. I'm not saying it's right that they're doing that. I'm just saying, well, hey, sometimes that's what's going to happen. I think you're looking at the root of the problem. I agree with you, but, well, you know, what I'm talking about stopping is how do you stop them from burning their own neighborhood? I mean, how do you stop that? you got to get that under control today first before you go back to the root of the problem. Well, I, I, I agree with you on that, Terry. I'm just saying, you know, I I think the way you stop it is, like I said, you got to start right there where it's the source of it. And if that's what's creating the problem, you got to deal with that first. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Don't know. I agree. I think that's where the disconnect comes in, though. You know, when you're speaking about the younger generation, they don't understand what rioting is and protesting. I mean, even, you know, yesterday someone was saying, you know, Martin Luther King had said that riots are the language of the unheard. Well, that was marching. That was, you know, speaking the truth and, and voicing your concerns and your opinions. And, and mar But these young people are seeing through social media or even on television that, you know, even with the Ferguson situation, we go out, we destroy, you know, we, you know, cause chaos and confusion and, and take it out on the... That's not what it's all about. I think we're missing, you know, the real reason behind rioting. So, I mean, you know, by the end of the day, I mean, these kids are out there catching a case, their own case, for no reason. And I have to agree with the mother that, you know, earlier this morning, she said, you know, they're not doing this for Freddie. They're just doing this for attention or doing it for whatever reason. But this is not about her son. So I don't know, but we, we need to get it under control. And we need to educate these young people and make sure they understand what a peaceful protest, defining what a peaceful protest and riot is. That's why they need to be in school learning about it. 
Yeah. Not today, though, Nikki. Caller, do you believe no. that children day. should be in school not, today? Not today. Let's ask, the, let's, let's ask the caller. I mean, we're let's talking, put we're it out there. about the kids in this community. They need to be in school. They need to be educated. Yeah, they can be educated, but, you they know. Need to, if not at school, they need to be at a designated area being educated on today. Okay, let's just put it like this. If that were to be happening right now in Oklahoma City, you know what? I don't care if your teacher called and said, school is still in you're going to stay home till i feel like it's safe for you to go out the pastors were asking in the community uh that were asking for peace are asking for people to bring their children to these churches so they can have these freedom schools so the kids will still be able to learn on this day what are your wait, 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 wait a minute caller what are you hey. what, what is your response to that well i i agree with nikki that what they I, should be in school learning about today I'm not saying learning about today, but they need to be educated on what is taking place and why they do not need to be a part of it. Hey, I agree with Nikki, and the reason why is if you think about it, you my people come from down the south, okay, and uh, you had some folk out there that got out and got involved, and then you had some people that was um, that didn't be because of fear. You know, in the sometime you just have to you just have to face your fear and do what you need to do. That's uh, that's the only time you can uh, expect to uh, see any change when you uh, when you do that. You know, I think that's what I think. But not knowing if those protesters are going to be moving towards a location of a school or maybe, you know, a, a, an organization towards where they're going to be holding classes. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, as far as educating them, but. To allow my baby to go out there and go to school today? Yeah, I can't do that one. Yeah, yeah, well, you go with them. It's deeper I than that, but it. I don't think you guys yeah. understand what I'm trying yeah. to say, but it's, it's I, deeper I than think, that. I think I do understand what you're trying to say, Nikki, you know. But, but it's just that's that's what I'm saying, you know. I just don't think a kid is going to be that. And that's what I say now, you know. As a non-parent, I mean, obviously, uh, me being, I, I understand totally, as you being a parent, Terry, how you feel about that. But me seeing it from the outside, looking at it as a non-parent, my, my child would be in school. I would want to be educated at a freedom school. This is a time where we have to have all hands on deck. Yeah, and you and you and, and this can be used as a, a a teachable moment, a learning experience, instead of withdrawing back. That you know, but withdrawing back and not having your kid go to school, I don't think that's necessarily an issue. You you can make it a teachable moment by sitting down with your child and educating them, Absolutely. and even doing something like, "Hey, when I get home from work, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go over here. We're going to help clean up. We're going to go check on uh, grandma and great grandma. We so we're going to be proactive. We're going to even go maybe to the Capitol, and and we're going to try to contact you know individuals in political in in office. So I mean, it's it's always a, a teachable moment but when it's a state of an emergency and you have the national guard out for me i'm not trying to take my kids or have them get on buses and well school is not I'm canceled not saying so get on a bus well i mean that's you, dangerous well, i would not i would never suggest get you, on a bus in the time in that time frame of what's going on why would you get on a bus 
Okay. Why did you get on a bus? So not go to school, but go to this special freedom school. Go to the, one of these freedom schools in the communities. And the reason I'm saying these freedom schools is because all of the pastors are asking for this. The community leaders are asking for this. And yeah. also a lot of the people who are protecting the neighborhoods. They are protecting these areas for these kids to come and be educated. They want and these kids to be educated. What is going on? They don't want it to continue. By me not being a parent, I see what you're saying. But at the same time, while there's still chaos and confusion and violence taking place, I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to pump the brakes and wait until it dies down, until I feel inner peace within myself to let my child go to one of the freedom well, schools well, let, to be educated. Let, let, let me say this. I can understand that point as right. far as, okay, they want to educate the young generation. Mm-hmm. Let, let's just put it like this, Nikki. If if Zachary or Brandon was out there or wanted to go out there and then they cancel school, but the pastors are calling like, hey, we're, we're going to do a freedom school to educate this young generation. Now, my young ones that have no business leaving the house without supervision, they don't need to leave. But the, the, the teenagers or the young adults that chose to go out, I wanted to go out, I can see them going out. But not all of them. It, it, for me, not all of them. Okay, Terry, so, so, so ain't nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, I don't see anything wrong, ain't nothing with, wrong with it. I mean, that, I, yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't get her point because Nikki said, right. no, I'm not saying get on the bus and go to school right. and ride past burning cars or whatever, but oh, for the, for take the freedom. Take them to the safe havens. Right. Take them to the freedom school so they can be educated right. and understand right. what is taking place and why right. it right. is taking place and how they I, move forward as young people and how, as parents, we can help them move but, forward but, as young people. But what I'm saying is I understand that point, but still, I would say certain ones I would be uncomfortable with going. Because, you know, I have them all the way down to eight years old. So there would be, for me personally, it would be like, you know what, you, you, and you, you can stay here. But you and you and you, I think you're old enough. You guys can watch out for each other. Because even taking kids to the concert, I don't care if it's, uh, you know, a kiddie concert or whatever. You know, I mean, I have to keep an eye on them because you don't know if they'll get lost, if they get trampled in the crowd or whatever. So... I would say the more mature ones, yeah, I don't have a problem Terry, with that. As long as the streets were safe and they had everything under control, regardless, I'm kind of, you know. No, I'm just saying period. Regardless, I think it's okay. I'm saying regardless if they're old enough. If, if there's chaos and confusion and havoc out in the streets and my son is 16 years old, you're not going out there. No, what would you say? I'm saying that's fair. You have to be, if as a parent, you have to be sensible to know what age your child can go. But I believe that children need to be in learning in some kind of environment about what's taking place and why they do do not need to be a part of what is going on in Baltimore. Baltimore is on fire. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. But like I say, I think the more mature individuals, you know. Depends on what's going on in the streets for me. Yeah, I mean, they still, you can still go from point A to point B. Yeah, I mean, regardless. As long as it's peaceful and everything is in order, I don't have a problem. Yeah, I mean. Hey, hey, go ahead. I just want to ask. I just want to make a point. Sure. Just a little, like you said, all these, uh, all this stuff with the police killings and stuff. Right. Like that. And, but we still sending our children out in that. So, you know so, what I mean? You say we're still sending our children out in that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They still, you know. So I, I really don't see the, the difference. You're just talking about just in every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. Every day, we they still going out, going to school, doing everything, and amongst all of the violence I mean, that police. I, I, I mean, but you can't you can't compare that though. I mean, if you're comparing that to Baltimore, you know, state of emergency and National Guard out, that's a little bit different. I mean, well, I think I think they just declared that because of the uh, 
you know, because uh, because it's black people. Yeah. You, you think they yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's black yeah, people? Yeah, because it's black people. They always I think because it's out of control people. in the in the cities. It, prob- it, well, uh, it probably needs to be out of control because the, the the violence that's being committed against black folk is out of control. So eventually, uh, some everybody's not going to accept that. So you mean okay, do you, so, so, so you mean to tell me if that was a white neighborhood on fire or whatever, they would not call it a state of emergency because they're not they're doing. White. They not. They not. That ain't my point, no, though. I, I'm, not, that's not my point. You said they right. only call a state of emergency because they're black people. Uh, I think it's a state hey, of emergency because it's on fire and they got to get control. Okay. Well, hey. Well, you know the way you get control of it is stopping at the source. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, one I'm other a, thing. Hey, look. Uh, Take your time, man. Take your time. Take your time, brother. I'm gonna try to tickle. I'm gonna tickle you before I get off the air, though. Go ahead. You just made me laugh, man. So that's what you wanted. That's good enough. That's good enough. I'm gonna let y'all go. Y'all have a good day. You have a good day. All right, you too. All right. All right. See you later. Take a quick break. About a minute and a half. You can still give us a call four zero five four six zero eleven forty. Let's get down to business. You don't travel too often for work, but when you do, you want to stay where you know you'll be taken care of. That's where Choice Hotels comes in. We have everything you need to keep you on top of your game, like free hot breakfast for that much-needed morning boost, free Internet to keep you in touch with home base, and a generous loyalty program so you can earn great rewards. Stay for business at Choice Hotels and book now at choicehotels.com. Great endings begin here. Amenities vary by location. Hi, I'm Joan London, and if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. With one phone call, you'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. It's a free service, so call now. 800-391-1755. 800-391-1755. Data knows you love streaming music. And since you have more data for only $30 a month from Boost Mobile, you can stream all you want. Old School Beats 2012, Rap Hits 2013, Driving to Work Mix 2014. Maybe you try a little harder with your playlist names. But go ahead. You got lots of data from Boost Mobile. Plug in that phone. Listen to your favorite songs without interruption. Just make sure your friends don't catch you tearing up to R&B Love Jams 2015. Get unlimited talk, text, and two gigs of high-speed data for $30 a month when you sign up for Auto Reboost from Boost Mobile. Visit your nearest Boost Mobile store or BoostMobile.com for details. Boost Mobile. Offer ends 531.15. Requires activation on 4G LTE Boost phone. Enrollment without Auto Reboost costs $40 per month. Video streaming limited to 3G speeds. After two gigs, data speeds, including video, reduced to 2G speeds until plan cycle ends. State and local taxes may apply when adding funds to the account. Coverage and offers not available everywhere restrictions and network use rules apply hey come here come to data geico motorcycle presents reflections from the road the day i knew i was a real biker was when i switched to geico motorcycle insurance because real bikers well they know where the savings are and you know what else makes you a real biker a sweet tattoo check mine out just got it yesterday it says heel on wheels wait heel on wheels oh man Well, at least I got the saving money with Geico part, right? Geico Motorcycle Insurance. See how much you could save. Walgreens has a question. Where do you go when you need a few groceries but not the grocery store pain? You know, the, this parking lot is a zoo and I need to be home already pain. 
Walgreens also has an answer. It's us. With short lines and easy parking, you can get in and out fast with grocery essentials like milk, snacks, and paper towels. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. Now with card and coupon, Quilted Northern 12 double roll packs are $5.99 and Stride 14-piece packs of gum are 59 cents each. Don't you hate it when you can't find your credit card? You know it's somewhere, but you just can't put your finger on it. And what if it gets into the wrong hands? Well, don't worry. Now with Freeze It from Discover, you can turn your account off from your smartphone or online. It prevents anyone from making new purchases on your account. Then when you find it again, simply turn your account back on in seconds. It's just one of the many ways we treat you like you'd treat you. Discover is the only major credit card issuer with Freeze It on mobile and online. Learn more at discover.com slash security. Limitations apply. It's Macy's Mother's Day sale. Get her designer dresses, $79.99 to $99.99. Save 30 to 50% plus an extra 10% on select fine jewelry. Take 30 to 40% off handbags and wallets from Gianni Bernini, Style & Co. and more. Save on Charter Club sleepwear, now 30% off. And take 40% off all Charter Club 500 thread count damask sheet sets. Plus take an extra 25% off during Macy's Friends and Family event, just in time for Mother's Day. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices exclusions apply. You're in tune to the Open Mic Talk Show, Hard Soul 92.1 and 1140 in Oklahoma City, KGTO 1050 in Tulsa and KKRX 1380 Law and Fort Seal, 30 minutes after 9 o'clock. And just in case you just got your brand new hearing aids, <coughs> you haven't been able to hear, listen to radio, or maybe a relative would sit in front of you doing sign language or something like that, you know, during open mic, so you can stay informed. Uh, and uh, But the Cowboys of Color, this Saturday at the Oklahoma State Fairgrounds yes, Arena. So get your boots out the layaway. Yes. Make sure you get your starch. Boots. You got to, you know what? You're not a cowboy if you can't have starch jeans. Where, like, if you hug somebody and they have shorts on and you cut their legs up. What? <laughs> That's a real cowboy. What? You know, cowboys are sharp. They are really, they, they're sharp. They don't play around. No, they, no. No, that they, that they don't. And you know what? Before, they're on point. Before we go to, to the phone, I just want to admit to everybody, and I don't mind saying this, that uh, when I got back from my conference, I went. And got, I'll just say the place, Teeners. Mm-hmm. See, we know it's Western wear. Mm-hmm. I went and got some new Wranglers. That's, I, that's all I'm going to say. That's all gotta I'm going to say. Gotta get it, Terry. Gotta get it. That's all I'm going to say. Did so, you get a bell buckle, too? I, I did not. I already have a bell buckle. You're going to starch them up? Oh, of course. Come on, now. Make sure you kind of do some squats because you, know, you want them broke in a little bit. You don't want I can go so old school on you by <laughs> you know using an iron. Uh-oh, and the, the, but that's Dilute it down Uh-oh, stock. watch out now. squirt bottle. Stayflow. Yeah. Keep going back. 1990s on me. I'm old school. All right. All right, we got Cleo Hearns on the line. What's going on, Cleo? Hey, cowboy. Good morning. I'm just I'm just listening to you all. <laughs> <laughs> doing well. How are you doing? And, like, and the cowboy business all your life, and here's the things you can't and can't do. Yeah, I mean, but but isn't that true? I mean, there's something about going to a rodeo you have where to dress the it, part. it's like dress up day. It's, you have it's the to. equivalent of you know you're going to church and everybody's all sharp, or you know, it, it, the cowboys are just sharp. You have to go hard well, to go I mean, home. They, I'm telling you, that's one of the things that kind of goes on with the cowboy mentality is look good if you can't ride. <laughs> we have a lot of people that come to the rodeo. They can't ride and pick up with both doors shit and the windows rolled up. They look the part. Boy, that's right. That's right. Well, we're going to teach hey, it on Saturday. And it's, it's a lot of you ladies do the same thing. 
What? Now you all come. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a complete surprise to you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they come there now. Cowboys come to ride bucking horses. The girls come to catch. Now I don't know how you spell that word catch. They're not out I, there fishing. Let me spell it for you. C A T C H. Because we look out the cowboys. The cowboys are out there fishing too, Cleo. Stop. Come on now. Oh, I can't the believe truth. you have nerve enough to say Speak that to me on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Now, but you know what? With that, with that in mind, you probably are selling some kicks. Yeah, yeah. You're probably selling tickets right now. Hell, well, hey, if there's something to catch, I'll, I'll get ready and get looking good. Go out. Now, I'm going to tell you what. You're going to see some well-dressed Western people at the road. Yes, you will. Yeah, well, Cleo, if you would, just let our listeners know, especially the ones that never attended the Cowboys of Color, what sets us apart? Because I know you go around the country, you know, with different rodeos and things like that. But, but seriously, what sets the Cowboys of Color rodeo apart? The Cowboys of Color, first of all, there's a lot of people that's going to be at this rodeo that has never seen a Cowboy of Color. Mm -hmm. They don't know. There's a lot of people don't know we exist. Now, Sunday, I'll be 76 years old, and I've been a Cowboy all my life, so somebody hasn't been paying attention. The things that make it different is we admire women and everybody admire manhood. And when you get on one of them horses, old Bulldog is still. That's manhood. So, therefore, we're going to see. But it is a great social evening. And one of the things you got to realize is that this, that's how, not Cowboys of Color, but Color Rodeos have been going on in Oklahoma for almost 60 years. Oak Muggy has had one for 58 consecutive years. So, I mean, this, you know, we've done a pretty good job having this rodeo. At this stage, for 16 years, but the difference in this rodeo is just like right now, down here in Texas, it's mist and rain. That won't affect this rodeo in Oklahoma City. It's climate control, and you'll, you'll be you'll be drier and warmer in this building than you will be at home. Do you find some of the cowboys that participate in the rodeos? Do they look forward to venues uh, like in Oklahoma City, where it's an indoor uh, venue? Oh yes, yes, they all. Well, it's a it's a class. There's one thing else you got to remember: the national final, the largest rodeo in the world, was in Oklahoma City in the same building for 20 years before it went to Las Vegas. Right. So that building has a lot of history to it. Oklahoma has a lot of history. So. This, uh, I mean, people coming back, uh, you know, 30 years ago, people didn't understand rodeo. Uh, they thought it was a heat game. Now, it's, it's real close to the people. Cowboy, look like a cowboy, I have cowboy friends. Yeah. So, now, now are, are you are you breaking the mold when it comes to uh, traditional rodeos by having uh, uh, that entertainment element? Oh, yes, yes. We're breaking the mold, number one, by having entertainment. Number two, by having cowboys of color. There used to be a time when I first started, I couldn't ride in the rodeo during the rodeo because I was an African-American. Wow. Had the wrong paint job. Now, hey, if you see an African-American, I say you want to see him or her. So it's, it's, it's changed the whole value. People have begun to really realize what a, a huge part that 
African Americans and Indians played in the settlement of the war. You know, that's the theme of the rodeo. Let us educate you while we entertain you. Let us tell you the wonderful things that blacks, Hispanics, and Indians did for the settlement of the West that many history books left out. Now, just think that. When you were going to school, did you know that a black man discovered Texas and a black man founded Chicago with 25 black Indians found the city of Los Angeles? We bring all of this out. There's a pride factor in what we do. That a, a black man named Bill Pickett originated the uh, the event we know as Bulldog and a fear ration. See, if you don't come to rodeos, and then people aren't going to put this information out there because, number one, they always say, what is history? History is his story. Now, his story and my story may be different, but that's what history is. So all of these things is an educational factor. And we can be very thankful to Kevin Perry, who changed the, the name a little bit, and he said, Cowboys of Color featuring blacks, Hispanics, Indians, and white cowboys also. Right. That made a difference in the audience and the participants of cowboys. It's just as important for a white person to be entered in this Cowboys of Color rodeo as it is for a black person. Sure. It's a status green. <laughs> hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm in it up there. This is the largest one-day rodeo in the state of Oklahoma. It is the largest multicultural evening in the state of Oklahoma. You and know that... Go ahead. You know, but as you're speaking about educating, and I can only just go off of my own personal experience, I'm just sitting here just kind of, you know, flashing back on the things that I've learned, you know, even in being around a horse. And you could learn this, I guess, in the rodeo, but you would really have to be behind the scenes and on the ranch or around horses. But there's a lot of life lessons into being a cowboy or a cowgirl. You know, just even being introduced to a horse for the first time, it teaches you a lot about life, and it teaches you a lot about yourself. It teaches you... And I learned this, you know, through the Johnson family, of course, and and others that, you know, this is a serious responsibility, you know, as far as taking care of a horse and the loyalty, not to mention developing a friendship with the horse, you know, and you have to feed it, you have to brush it, you have to pay attention to it, you have to clean the stalls. And you, the thing about it is sometimes it's, it's funny, but you have to remember each horse has its own personality. So you have to learn that horse's personality, and they have to be able to do the same, you know, of course, with the rider and developing that trust. And I just really wish that we could speak a little bit more about that, you know, in that being a life lesson, you know, for not just the horse, but for, you know, us individuals as well. Well, the idea is what you're saying is it teaches us how to communicate with dumb animals. Absolutely. Now, some of us are dumb, so that we should pick some things up from fooling out with horses. That's true. That's so true. When the people don't want to do what we want them to do, we got to outthink them mm-hmm. and make them want to do it. Mm-hmm. Same way about horses. Some horses are tougher than the other. Right. Tough-minded. Some horses just learn right off. Right. Horses are like people. Mm-hmm. Bad experience. Teaching a kid how to communicate with what we call a dumb animal is a very big thing that everybody needs to learn. Absolutely. A dog or a cat or whatever. Mm-hmm. But see, there's some educational factors and some human factors that you learn but sometimes people we don't bring this to the other people so therefore it's just entertainment no it's not just entertainment it's educational entertainment and that's what we're proud of 
Well, what can we expect on this Saturday? Well, got about 200 cowboys and cowgirls entered in the rodeo. Now, first of all, you got to understand, we're going to start out there at 9 o'clock that morning, what we call the slack. The contestants that you see during the rodeo have qualified from that morning. We're only going to have 10 out in each event except the bull riding them and the uh, few more events where we have a few more. But you have to qualify. We're going to make sure that you see Saturday the best available cowboys in the state of Oklahoma that's in that rodeo. So it's a lot of people that, uh, and I, I had to learn this the hard way, a lot of people enter the rodeo, and they're really not rodeo contestants. So, but what we want you to see is the best available. The best, the cream, they always say the cream comes to the top. Well, that morning, Saturday morning, when we, when they all qualify, the best 10 contestants are going to come back during the night. That's how come we only have a two and a half hour rodeo. So those, that, this rodeo has some things involved in it that are pretty serious. The way that we determine to be that night, whether it be girls or in barrel racing or the cowboys in the riding event. But see, like the, the most exciting thing at the rodeo nowadays is the Pony Express. Mm-hmm. People in Oklahoma City have got to be very proud of that. Because if I hadn't seen it in Oklahoma City, an African American there in the Oklahoma City area what started this. This is a big event around and people love it. That's how when we 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 have what we call it the Red River Shootout. In the last relay race there'll be a, a team from Texas riding against competing against a team from Oklahoma. And the winner of that will be the winner of the two thousand 15 Cowboys of Color Rodeo in Oklahoma City and he's going to get to wear that crown for next year. Oh. I thought it's the best rodeo that we have. It's right there. Quick question for you. When should I be purchasing my tickets? Uh, you don't have them yet? You don't. And you... you you Should I wait till the have... day of? Wait, no, no, no. No. Oh, okay. No, please Tell don't me. wait till the day of. Here's the thing about buying tickets. Mm-hmm. People go buy tickets early so they can get the they want. Everyone wants to be as close to the action as they can. Of course, the real good tickets don't cost a little bit more. But, and probably by now, most of them are sold out. But no, don't wait. Because you will be one of the two or three or four hundred people that walk up there at 6 o'clock Saturday night and they tell you they're out of tickets and so that. So, what I would do is try to find my way somewhere to get me a ticket today and surely before Saturday. Okay. Yeah. That is the best advice that I can give you about tickets. And just think you're going to be, I don't care if it's pouring down rain, you're going to still be in the, in the air condition or warm. Mm-hmm. That's going to be worth a lot. Parking, you don't have to worry about parking. You can drive right up to the arena, get your umbrella, and run in the arena. I mean, run in the coliseum. Yeah. And <clears throat> you're going to be proud you're there. That's all I can say. And I know one thing. As, a, as one of the promoters of this rodeo, 
which is one of the proudest moments that I'll have at the time I come to Oklahoma City. Not only because Oklahoma City is home, but because uh, some particular things a lot of people don't realize. Russell Perry and I graduated from Dutch High School in the same year, 1957. It's very unusual for two schoolmates to get together and have a very successful evening. But we have done this. We're proud of it. I know I'm proud of it. Russell is too. And Kevin, he just, he's, he's just not like my sons are. He's got in on a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they come in and, and pick up. You know, at this point now, we graduated from high school in 1957. That was a long time ago. And at that time, they weren't even letting black teams play white teams in, in high school. Wow. Russell Perry was the quarterback of the first team that ever had an interracial uh, football game between Capitol Hill and Douglas. He was the quarterback. So many things that, hey, we couldn't do years ago because of the color of our skin. But now, not only do we do them, we can get them better than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when you come to see this rodeo, you're not going to see just African-Americans. You're going to see African-Americans, Indians, Hispanics, and white cowboys and all nationalities that can perform. Yeah. Now, I know you're going to be in studio this Friday also, so we're looking forward to that. But before we let you go, now, Cleo, are you any closer to finishing that book that we talk about? Mm-hmm. You're still working on it. I'm still working on it. I say the reason I'm <laughs> is that's my fault. I don't give them the necessary time. And we, I think we have all the information together. But as you go along and you change, I go back and then I see something I miss. Right. I go back and do this. I got to tell them about the time in my hometown when I first started trying to rodeo that they wouldn't let me ride because I was black. Yeah. But yeah. by the same token, I'm still the first African-American to ever go to college on a rodeo scholarship. So those those parables have to be put together to let them know how far we've come. But we've been working on it for many years. Yeah. See, Sunday, Sunday, I will be 76 years old. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, and I, I have never strayed since I was five years old from what I wanted to do. So, anybody out there, stay with what you believe in and love because it can be, and this is the one most successful thing that could have happened in my life. And what I'm proud of is not only what I have done in rodeo, but what I've inspired other people to do. And we're going to keep on doing it. These kids in Oklahoma City would love to be cowboys. Yeah. If they don't know how. All they need to do is just get a hold of me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, Cleo, I'll tell you what, uh, if they want to get their tickets now, of course, they can go to GQ Fashions, uh, Images of Hair and Nails, the IC Event Center, Hopkins Hair Care, Old City Source, or they can charge by phone 1-800-511-1552. So we appreciate you uh, talking to us, and we'll we will see you, see you on, on Friday. Friday. Friday morning, yes. I'll be in there. Uh, you all won't be able to talk to me like this in person because I'll be right there. I can stop you right in the middle. I can't wait. There you go. And uh, we'll, we'll try to have a we'll try to have a boot we'll try to have a boots on for you again too. <laughs> okay. Yes. Hey, at least you can look the part, can't you? That's there you go. Right. There you go. Well hey Cleo, we appreciate it. We'll see you on Friday. 
All right. Thank you very much. All right. Have, have a good, a good one. one. It's uh, 48, safe traveling. 48 minutes after 9 o'clock. Take a break. Come back. Phones are open. 405-460-1140. This is what driving with an out-of-tune engine feels like. Keep your engine running smooth. Stop by AutoZone and get all the parts you need for a tune-up. Get a $10 AutoZone gift card by mail when you buy four or more Bosch, Iridium, or Double Platinum spark plugs. Restrictions and details at store. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Let's get down to business. You don't travel too often for work, but when you do, you want to stay where you know you'll be taken care of. That's where Choice Hotels comes in. We have everything you need to keep you on top of your game, like free hot breakfast for that much-needed morning boost, free Internet to keep you in touch with home base, and a generous loyalty program so you can earn great rewards. Stay for business at Choice Hotels and book now at choicehotels.com. Great endings begin here. Amenities vary by location. Students at Mid-America Christian University are people seeking to fulfill God's mission in their lives. Christian isn't just a word in our name. We're preparing people to do greater things for God and His kingdom. It's never too late to get your college degree. Your degree program at Mid-America is designed to fit your busy lifestyle. Choose one night a week on campus or 100% online. And with classes beginning every month, you can start when you want. This is the university where you can live your faith and get your degree. This is Mid-America Christian University. Start today. Go to macu.edu. That's macu.edu. There's no reason why your dreams can't come true. This is a special notice to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. In some cases, this may even result in back taxes being reduced. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number. 800-701-6161. That's 800-701-6161. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and can't afford to pay them back, there's no need to fear anymore. You may qualify for a program that could settle your delinquent tax problems and in some cases save you money. For your free information and to see if you qualify, call Community Tax at 800-701-6161. That's 800-701-6161. 800-701-6161. Icy Vincenter and Grill presents Sunday Live Gospel Showcase featuring a live performance by national gospel recording artist Byron Cage. Also hosted by Ernest Pugh and co-hosted by Horace Weaver, featuring Minister Christian Howard, Jesus Puppets, and Persistent Phrase Ensemble. All taking place on Sunday, May 17th, and due to the overwhelming response, it has been moved to 5th Street Baptist Church, located at 801 Northeast 5th Street, with the doors opening at 3 p.m. and the show beginning at 4. Tickets are only $20, so get your tickets at the Icy Vent Center and Grill, online at Ticketstorm.com, and get ready 
for Sunday Live Gospel Showcase that's now at 5th Street Baptist Church in Oklahoma City. Hey, Naturalistas, I see you talking about As I Am, those fabulous products for natural textured hair with nourishing ingredients like shea butter and coconut oil. Look at you. Your honey just loves your hair so free and fierce. And you, your twist out, an amazing display of shiny coils. And ooh, can't forget you rocking that gorgeous wash and go to the office. As I Am hydrates, defines, and shines natural coils and curls naturally. Now at select Target stores. At the Honda Dream Garage sales event, we've got great deals on almost everything Honda makes, like the technologically advanced Honda Civic, a 2015 IIHS top safety pick. A fact that makes us engineers here at Honda feel like proud parents. I'm sorry, I'm gushing, but the Civic has a rear-view camera and hands-free calling standard, and... Oh, wait, have I shown you the pictures? During the Dream Garage sales event, get 0.9% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on a 2015 Civic. Now, at your Honda dealer. See your local dealer for financing details. It's uh, 53 minutes after 9 o'clock. Of course, open mic talk show. The phone's open, 405-460-1140. First-time callers, don't be afraid. Also, Tulsa Lawton, looking to hear from you. Winnie Wood, uh, we woke up. Clearview, Lima. I do have relatives in Lima, Oklahoma. It's a wonderful place. <laughs> and uh, also give a shout out to uh, Luther, Luther, Oklahoma. Good morning, caller. You better. <laughs> hey, good morning. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing well. I'm doing okay. Good. Uh, brisk, cool morning. Um, I appreciate Mr. Cleo getting on on the previous segment, talking about the history of the Cowboys and Color Rodeo. It kind of, you know, hearing that, and then also hearing previous caller uh, when y'all were having the conversation about what's going on in Baltimore, the main thing that came up in my mind is how teaching is just so important. Um, teaching our kids that they can have pride in who they are and where they've come from and the road and opportunities that have been made available uh, is just invaluable. We just can't be lazy when it comes to uh, the teaching of our kids and we wait till situations happen before we say this, that, or the other. That's really a bad time to do so. Um, and then sometimes it's too late. And um, just definitely, I, I just definitely want to encourage that when it's uh, taking opportunity to teach our kids not only about our history, but you know, teaching through influence and teaching through example, and especially during tough times. If we fail to do that. We're not going to be any better than the previous generation. Um, I uh, I agree with something that Nikki said. Uh, you know, the question came up whether you know you should um, would you still have your kids in school during you know maybe a riot or a very emergency situation? And I got to agree, I, I absolutely would. Um, but I wouldn't uh, just let. My, I would take the time, take off work, um, and make that investment and be there with my child. Because teachers, administrators, pastors, and others, they help and assist the parent in what the parent's already teaching. And so when, when a student, when your young child gets to see all of those people in the same room together on a teachable moment, that's going to stick with them for the rest of their life. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Thank you, know? you for saying that. Um, and then also, I, I don't know if you all saw this. I don't know if it was brought up 
Um, did you all see the the mother in mm. Baltimore that beat her kids? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's all over yeah, she wasn't playing. Yeah, it's everywhere. Did y'all see that? Yeah. It, you know, and, and Grant, I know Tom Joyner, they were making jokes saying how her hair was all nice and shout out to the salon and, <laughs> and everything. And yeah, she was pretty choice in her words. And I know she wasn't just doing that because the local cameras were there. But that that boy, I really believe he's embarrassed now. They're going to talk about it for years to come. But that was a teachable moment. Mm-hmm. And, and if more parents took... If we as parents took that opportunity, maybe not to that extreme, you know, because we still have to represent our family, and and then sometimes the words we say, we can say it in anger, and then, then it, it, it adds more to the stereotype that people think of us. But that right there, um, that dedication, like, hey, I'm looking after you. I don't know if she had to work. I don't know if she got off. I don't know if they burned her business down. But she says, you, you want to be out there with those thugs? You want to be out there with those fools? You know, and she gave it to him. And I compliment her. Uh, so anytime you get an opportunity to have those teachable moments, take advantage of them, um, even if it's not your child. But, you know, it's someone else's child. You can't be afraid. We have to stop being afraid to talk to people because of the fear of rejection. Absolutely. Because when we stop or when we don't do, we are, um, we're not, we're, we're, we're paralyzing our kids for generations to come, and then you keep doing that, you keep doing that, you keep layering on the, uh, uh, the, 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 the opportunity of not saying something. Our kids are going to be lost, and then we're going to blame everybody else for it when it's really our fault. Well, first and foremost, the funny thing, even going back and speaking about the mother, she recognized her son, first and foremost. But, you know, what you're saying is true. I mean, discipline, you know, I I think it has a a negative connotation when you, you know, you think discipline, you're thinking spanking and beatings and getting jacked up or whatever. And, you know, it is what it is. But discipline says, I love you. I care for you. I want the best for you. I'm protecting you. Right. And I'm then, trying to correct you so that you don't make the same mistakes maybe that I may have made, you know? Right. And then, you know, like that's said, all she was doing. And we don't know whether she had to go to work that day. Right. We don't, we don't know who she is. Right. But all we do know is that wherever she was, whatever she had to do, she took the time to look for her son. Because in order for her to see him, she had to have been looking for him mm-hmm. or in an area where she could try to find him. So she took the time to look for her son. She took the time, and she just basically said, hey, you want, you think you're a tough man? Now, I don't know where his father is and all that. that that's another conversation for another day. Um, you know, but husbands, wives, fathers and mothers alike, if we took the example that that woman took, mm-hmm. if we take the example of, you know, like what Mr. Cleo said in the previous segment about teaching and, and, and instilling and sharing with them that's not just about entertainment, but it's also about education. If right. we just got off of our lazy butts and did it and stopped talking about it, but do it, we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, whether a community is going to, um, in, in, a, in a moment of distress, if they're going to destroy their own community. A lot of times when people, they destroy their own community, they destroy it because they don't know what's in it. Mm. You know, if the people in Los Angeles during the L.A. riots back in the 90s, if they really understood the history of blacks in Los Angeles, not just with rap music and basketball and, and other athletics, but if they really knew the, the culture of that, 
would they have destroyed their own neighborhood? Would that have been that way with Ferguson? Would it have been that way with any other community? The reason people, in my personal opinion, are destroying their neighborhoods in senses of moments of distress is because we have stopped teaching. We have stopped educating. And then, when they burn everything up, then we want to teach them what they had? That's the wrong time to do it. You don't wait till a person is um, destroying something before you teach them not to destroy, because they're already in the middle of destroying. So that, that's just my perspective. Everybody's entitled for their opinion. What about the young man, you know, speaking about the young man that got jacked up by his mother, do you feel like his friends have their clown shoes on? Well, yeah. Are the shoes the- on? Well, I mean... <laughs> but that needs to... I, I, I totally agree with you. That needed to be seen. And I hope and pray they show that all day today because that's what needs to be done. These parents need to step up, stop being selfish, stop being standoffish and thinking about whatever it is they have going on, and they need to invest in their time and their love into their children. Well, I feel like this. Terry, you always talk about the kids that you have and and you always, you know, clown Nikki about how she needs to have kids and so so on. No, she's got to get some kids here in a couple of years. Both of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, a couple of years. But, 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 I guarantee if, Nikki, you saw Terry's several children in the situation like that and Terry wasn't there, you would do exactly what that mother did, and probably more, because you love them. And, 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 and the community as a whole would wrap around you and support you for that. Uh, and, Terry, you would be very appreciative. And so, yeah, whether there may be friends or people that, oh, man, look at your mama did, well... It kind of speaks to the ignorance of them, and I would still question their parents because where was your parents? Exactly. Do your parents know where you are? And if you are the one that's clowning, I'm going to whoop up on you and say, well, let's find your mom and daddy or your grandparents or your uncles, and let's talk about why you decided that this was humorous. You shouldn't be out here in the first place. So, um, you know, that, there's a lot of ways you can look at it. There's a lot of learning that needs to be done from it. Again, I compliment the parent for stepping up and stepping out, even though it may be an extreme. And then some people will probably say, "Well, you know that you know that's why black people are so violent because you know you know black kids are always getting violent behavior." Talk to them, but but if you know the culture of African Americans, we have always been very zealous people, prideful people. That doesn't stop when it comes to disciplining you because, again, that is our way of showing, no, we love you. And if I don't deal with you now, and if I don't, as you like to say, if I don't beat you now, then the police are going to kill you later. We don't want that. Agreed. So, yeah, so I thank agree. you. All right. Thank, Thank you for everything you do. All right. Appreciate you. your phone call. Uh, you're in tune to KRMP 92.1 and 1140 Oklahoma City, KGTL 1050 Tulsa, KKRX 1380 Lawton, all Perry Broadcasting Stations. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. How you all doing? Doing well. Doing well. How are you doing this morning? Doing wonderful. The last Good. speaker, uh, I want to compliment, compliment him. Very well said. Uh, very well said. Uh, but... Before I get started, I just want to say a couple of different things. Number one is, do you all think that mother cared about the cameras? No. No, none, none whatsoever. She cared about her son. Do you think that she cared about the fact that, girl, you know they're going to come to your house in a few days and say you abused your child? No. Do you think she cared? No. Not, not, I don't believe she has any regrets at all whatsoever. Not at all. And, 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 and what I am saying there is <clears throat> that there comes a time when you have to make a decision 
about what's more important to you. Uh, I don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I commend our society for trying to step in and help us raise our children. I commend our government, I should say, for trying to step in and help us raise our children. And there are cases where uh, uh, parents abuse and kids need to be taken. I, I do believe that there are cases when that happens. But I bet you that woman there would get every lawyer in town to defend her if somebody tried to go up and take her because they saw the heat of the moment. What they saw was was a mother who cared enough about her child that says, you know what, if you if it takes me acting ignorant with you for you to get it, then that's where it's going to happen. And guess what, and Nikki and all you, you all like me, you grew up in the same type of house with me. If you acting a fool in the grocery store, where did you get it? Oh, my God, it didn't grocery the store. Right there. I just had a flashback. <laughs> because that was the best time to teach you the lesson. See, if I removed you from the scenario and tried to teach you the lesson, it might not have the same effect. But in that case, that was the best time to teach that young man the lesson. And I commend her on it. I 100% I commend her on it. I, you know, like the man said, we don't know where the dad was at. Uh, hopefully he the one sent her there and he was on his way. So I, you know, hopefully that's the way that went. I don't know, but that's how it happened. Then, then number two is this here. I want to say this, and I might make a few people mad, but it's okay. I'm going to say it anyway. Uh -oh. Listen, uh, if the church is important today and we call and form today, when it's all over with, don't forget about the churches. Go. Don't call for them just in the time of trouble. Don't call for the pastor just in the time of trouble. When it's all over with and it all gets back together, don't then go. Because I'm a firm believer that if we use the church when it ain't bad, then it won't get so bad that the church can't step in and help. Right. That's 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 number two. <laughs> Well, it's a, it's, it's a 24-7 job. There if you, you go, call baby, yourself yeah. being you a, a Christian or a church member, you don't wait until something happens. You should be calling the churches every day saying, hey, is there man, something I can I, do? You said what it can I do to be I a blessing it. to somebody today? You, you said it better than I said it, so amen. So last but not least, I'm, I'm going to say this here. Back to uh, my man Terry's uh, point. Uh, and and I'm I'm probably gonna make my girls mad in there. Well, one of my girls mad in there. You gotta watch out. Anyway. Yeah, I gotta say it anyway. If they told you today when you woke up this morning, if they told you there was 99.9 percent .9 of inclement weather hitting the schools today, but we're opening the schools anyway, do you send your child? Hmm. I'm not. Of course you don't. Well. We're 99.9% .9 sure that violence is going on in Baltimore today. As a parent, baby girl, it's not that we don't want to teach them. It's not that we don't want to put them in a moment where we can help them. But as a parent, what we try to do, we assume an assumption of risk with our children every day when they leave the house. That's There's true. an assumption of risk. We, we know that. But as parents, what we try to do is lessen that risk. So, I, you know... I, and I, and God forbid, but you send your child out there because you want to pin them to a teachable lesson, teachable moment, and something happens and they get killed. How do you feel about it? 
I mean, obviously you're not going to feel good about it, but it can happen I, at any time, anywhere. I so totally agree. That's I just, totally, that would be an I isolated totally incident. But, I again, totally my, my, I, point, I totally my point in saying that, you know, obviously as a parent you have to be sensible. I'm not a parent, so obviously you have more insight on that than I would. Me being the person that I am, yes, I would want my child to go at least to one of those freedom schools to I get some say, type would, of would, education to understand what is taking place with this situation in Baltimore. I would 100% send them to a freedom school, but but I, but I would do like the last brother said. I wouldn't just send them. Uh, first of all, I would take that time off that day or whatever it is and go with them because as a parent, what I'm trying to do is lessen the risk of something. I know that there's always an assumption of risk. I know that. I realize that that, that, that can happen anywhere at any time and any place. And God, That's why we pray to God to keep that kind of stuff from happening to our children. But as a parent, we do everything we can, especially a father. And, 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 you know, I know, I know we talk about how protected the mothers are, but a real father is just as protected and probably a little some more because we take it on our shoulders. I do. I know Terry do. It, I, I take it up on me. Man, you can't hurt my kids. You can't, you can't do that. So I take it on me. So I have to take an assumption of, I, man, I'm going to lessen the risk. Every time I can, and I don't care what society or anybody else think about it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything I can to lessen the risk. And by the same token, I'm like that mother. I don't care what this society think about it. I'm gonna hit them first because I love them. When I raise back my belt to hit them, I love them. And when I get ready to hit them, I see my child. But that man with that black jacket yesterday in Baltimore don't see your child. He see a criminal. I'm done. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate Thank your you phone call. Uh, 405-460-1140, uh, front page of USA Today. You know, that's th- th- this is a sad picture. I mean, I know a lot of folks can say, you know, hey, he got what he wanted or whatever, but <coughs> I wonder if this guy is going to be up for any charges. Of it's, course. It's, Everybody they got, they will be receiving charges. And I just saw a picture earlier, somebody posted, of people who were actually looting in these areas. All we saw were African-American people looting. But there were uh, quite a few Caucasians in the area in these stores looting as well. Right. So it's not just an isolated uh, incident for African Americans. And you know what? And I didn't put a color on it. I just said just right. people. Period. But but you know, uh, uh, j- just to let you know, too, the front page of the USA Today. It's a it's a African American walking with look like uh, two containers of Pringles, uh, a package of diapers, and then uh, looks like a gallon of tea. And he's just walking past a burning police car or whatever. So uh, let's go to the phones. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, hey, morning. How are you? Hey, boy. All right. What's on your mind hey, this morning, uh, man? Oh, man. <clears throat> you know, a little bit of everything. Okay. But uh, this weather got me going right now. But um, that lady, that's what's wrong with kids today, youth today. You know, I raised, like I said, I raised 12. And I, I didn't fear from whipping my kids. I didn't fear any repercussions. But just like the gentleman said, I wouldn't be surprised if they want to bring her up on child abuse charges. Yeah, may possibly happen. You know, because that's what's wrong. They you can't whip them, but they can beat them in the street. And I've shoot always them. said, I've always said that, and I believe that. You whip your child, and they go to school with some whips. Oh, I got whipping last night. Here comes social services. Mm-hmm. Here go to a parenting class. Here go to this and that. But then, then when your child got out there and do something wrong. 
hey, you're not a good parent. You got to come to court. We're going to charge you, not the child. Well, you know, my hands are tied. And then, too, I was listening to the the other stations, and they were saying that, you know, they played this all day yesterday, how the mayor said uh, they gave way for the people the right to burn and destroy. Did you hear that when they said the mayor told people they can go out there and have the right to destroy? And she also called called them thugs. Yeah, but, but she did not say that. She said, but we, we stood back so we didn't want to step on nobody's right to assemble and protest. But in doing that, we also gave the ones the right to destroy. What she meant was the ones, <clears throat> the ones that wanted to get out there and burn and pillage and steal, they were mixed in with the crowd that all they wanted to do was peaceful protest. And that's what she meant. In doing that, we gave others the right to destroy. But the other repundants, Fox News and all that, saying she said she gave them the right to destroy and blah, blah, blah. That's the way they planned it up. You know, but that's not what she, that's not what she said. That's not what she meant. And, uh, and that's what's wrong now. And then they're saying, well, all these are happening in blue states. They're politicized, politicizing it. But, <clears throat> just like I say, they said all these are happening in blue states. If you look, Boston, uh, Baltimore, uh, New York, Okay, all your, if you want to call them blue states, those were industrialized states. They had industry in those states. Okay, just like New York, they had mercantile industry in those states. All that stuff has left, and it left a blight. You know, they sent the jobs overseas, but they didn't replace them with anything. And, and, and that's what happened. The steel mills, the car companies, the the the, the uh, industrial companies that build other things they all left. That's what the North was up there. They were industrial country. We were agriculture. Okay, so you know the the blight was was left, and that's what you have left. It's not a blue state, a red state. It's the state of what companies did when they pulled out, and that's what and that's what they they politicized and everything. And did you get to the root of the problem? The rule of the problem is like, I hear one of them say, this is Obama's America. Well, you know, they, the cops that they hire, they do stuff like this. They need to make these guys responsible because they do this stuff, cause this to happen. What do they do? Get fired, a slap on the wrist, and they quit and go on somewhere else while you're left to deal with it. The gentleman in Tulsa, you know, they're left to deal with it. The thing in Ferguson, that cop is gone, but that community is left to deal with it. And in each one of these in- instances, the, the the police officers, if you look in their history, they had a history of doing something in other departments. The, the, the gentleman in Tulsa has a history. Uh, his, I can't remember what it was, but he has a history of, 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 of something. I can't I forget. It's not, not on top of my head right now. The gentleman in Ferguson was a cop before somewhere. He had a history. But they, they hear these repundants speak on Obama's America, and they feel that they, they got the upper hand. They can do anything they want. They will not be held accountable. That's that's the problem. That's the root. And just like you said, I saw a lot of Caucasians out there looting. It was off camera. If you had to look at the camera closely, but you could find some, but you didn't see their face plastered on TV. And that's, that's, what, that's what they're building this up as. They're, they want anarchy 
and they're they're getting in this country, and you know, this country can't can't stand anarchy. You know, so they better be careful what they wish for to try to prove a point. Just like the other station, they were saying we need to watch all mosques, we need to watch all Muslims, all Muslims need to be recorded. We need to keep them under surveillance because they can't tell a good Muslim from a bad Muslim. No, you can't tell a good person from a bad person. Period. I said, that's, if, yeah, I called in. I said, well, if that's the case, don't, didn't the Klan, the skinheads do a lot of stuff under Christianity? Still do. Should, 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 shouldn't we watch all all uh, Christian churches? I said, I'm a Christian, but the way you put it, shouldn't we watch all Christian churches? I mean, that's the stuff that they're stirring up in this society today that gives these people... To think that they think they got the right to go out there and stop you and frisk you at any time that you that that they want. They had instances where people were coming out of grocery stores and the cop would stop and ask them to check their bag. Black people, and this was from the Fox station was saying they had reports that cops were doing this in Baltimore to African Americans. And you know you can't you can't do that. They just feel that you're you're dirt. We can do anything to you. See, because I'm just saying to say this: the thing that happened with the rancher, Clive and Bundy, okay, they drew down on the federal government through the guns. You see what happened to them? Nothing. And and, and they think they got the right, and that, that's what's wrong with society today. They are turning the society apart. One. And it's, it's always been going on, but it's more pronounced now. So that African-American president, they want to make him look bad, period, point blank. They see the disrespect he gets, now we can disrespect his people. It all starts somewhere. And that's what people have to understand. And we need to understand that, you know, we I don't condone it. But another, on the other hand, I kind of don't condemn it because... It's going to come to a head. It's going. That's where they're driving it to come to a head, and they don't want. And I, I tried. I told that one guy on the other station. I said, "You don't want anarchy. You don't want a religious war, because you know the, the, the black, the brown, the, the 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 Muslims, the ones that you're attacking. They're going to gang. They're going to get together and gang up, and it's going to be hell." Yeah. Hey, we appreciate your phone call. Need to take a break. We'll be back. The line's open, 405-460-1140. So we're waiting on your call. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Eric Estrada, and I'm here today to talk to you about chips. No, not the handsome motorcycle-riding kind that still haunts your dreams more than 30 years later. I'm actually talking about little FM radio chips, the kind inside almost every single smartphone in America. These chips will let you listen to real live broadcast radio, if the wireless companies activated them. But they haven't, because they want you to pay to stream radio instead. You know, delayed, choppy, buffered streaming radio that drains your battery. Shouldn't the FM radio chips on your smartphones work? Shouldn't you get the free radio you deserve and already own? I mean, if it were up to me, I'd pull those wireless executives over and lecture them on fairness and the American way. Then I'd go judge a roller disco competition because that's how I roll. Oh, I used to roll. Not anymore. Whatever. But you can make a difference. Go to freeradioonmyphone.org to find out how to get real radio on your phone. 
Tell them Estrada sent you. Oklahoma, it's the official after party and watch party for the Cowboys of Color Rodeo. Saturday, May 2nd, after the Cowboys of Color Rodeo, come out to the Ice Event Center and Grill to party and yes for the fight between Pacquiao and Mayweather. That's right, Pac-Man versus Money Mayweather will be shown on two large protector screens and nine TVs. That's right, the official Cowboys of Color Rodeo after party and Pacquiao versus Mayweather watch party together at ICE, located at 1148 Northeast 36, with doors opening at 9 p.m. Yes, the kitchen will be open, serving their famous catfish dinners, drink specials, and more. And it's just $10 to enter until 11 p.m. See you Saturday, May 2nd. Data knows you love streaming music. And since you have more data for only $30 a month from Boost Mobile, you can stream all you want. Old School Beats 2012, Rap Hits 2013, Driving to Work Mix 2014. Maybe you try a little harder with your playlist names. But go ahead. You got lots of data from Boost Mobile. Plug in that phone. Listen to your favorite songs without interruption. Just make sure your friends don't catch you tearing up to R&B Love Jams 2015. Get unlimited talk, text, and two gigs of high-speed data for $30 a month when you sign up for Auto Reboost from Boost Mobile. Visit your nearest Boost Mobile store or BoostMobile.com for details. Boost Mobile. Offer ends 531.15. Requires activation on 4G LTE Boost phone. Enrollment without Auto Reboost costs $40 per month. Video streaming limited to 3G speeds. After two gigs, data speeds, including video, reduced to 2G speeds until plan cycle ends. State and local taxes may apply when adding funds to the account. Coverage and offers not available everywhere restrictions and network use rules apply hey come here come to data this is what driving with an out of tune engine feels like keep your engine running smooth stop by AutoZone and get all the parts you need for a tune-up Get a $10 AutoZone gift card by mail when you buy four or more Bosch, Iridium, or Double Platinum spark plugs. Restrictions and details at store. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Bobby, you're here again. Yeah, my doctor told me to reduce stress at work, so I come to Buffalo Wild Wings to eat lunch and watch sports. I get to pick one of seven entrees, like sandwiches and salads, plus one of seven sides. Well, I like sides. It's so affordable, I can finally take a vacation. Where are you going to go? Here. Tim here. Introducing the new B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch Menu, starting at just $5.79. Dine in or order takeout weekdays between 11 and 2. Participation and availability may vary. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. If your vehicle isn't stopping like it used to or makes squealing noises when you brake, shop the Spring Brake Deal Savings Event at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, buy a set of Brake Best Select pads and a pair of rotors and get a $20 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Don't miss the Spring Brake Deals at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Naturalistas, I see you talking about As I Am, those fabulous products for natural textured hair with nourishing ingredients like shea butter and coconut oil. Look at you. Your honey just loves your hair so free and fierce. And you, your twist out, an amazing display of shiny coils. And ooh, can't forget you rocking that gorgeous wash and go to the office. As I Am hydrates, defines, and shines natural coils and curls naturally. Now at select Walmart stores. Okay, 
It's about uh, 23 minutes after 10 o'clock. Uh, um, it's multitask. And it's a lot of misconception that's going yeah. on in Baltimore. Uh, yesterday there was this uh, letter released from the police department saying how there was uh, supposed to be this attack on police uh, with these gang members and, and people coming together to attack the police. When in fact, it was not happening right it was the bloods the crips uh there was an, another uh, rival gang in baltimore the nation of islam and the pastors trying to protect the businesses and the community uh from the community looting and rioting in the area yeah and i was uh when cowboy was talking i was actually reading an article trying to get the full understanding because there was a picture on facebook that's cropped out and there's a picture of a you know caucasian lady uh and and i guess that they said that this picture had uh, recirculated over and over again, and it and the person talking about it was a reporter, and he was there when it happened. Mm-hmm. He said, "You got to be careful when you see images on Facebook and things like that, social media sites, because that picture is a lie. It wasn't that blacks were, you know, jumping on and and uh, fighting whites or whatever." And he has the original picture. Right. What he said was is that the, when they were protesting, this was before the rioting. This broke was Saturday. Out. Exactly. They were walking down the, you know, Channing, going down a particular street, and they they passed this bar, this pub, and there were a lot of white patrons, uh, you know, drinking, you know, out on, I guess, the, 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 the sidewalk. And if th- I can say, it's Camden Garden, so it's pretty okay. much where the Baltimore Orioles play. Exactly. It's in that area. Exactly. And they were chanting, the protesters were chanting, Black, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And some of the people, the customers there, they were white, they start clapping and cheering. But a, a, another group of people that were there, probably, of course, intoxicated, uh, they start chanting, we don't care, we don't care, and chanting, you know, mean things like run over them and calling them the N-word and calling the patrons that were clapping for them, you know, N-lovers. So that's kind of when, I guess, a brawl broke out at this particular pub. But you got to kind of be careful of the images that you see, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's something that you really don't think about when you're seeing these images, like you're saying, because they can be cropped or, you know, something that someone may have said could be edited, you know. So you have to kind of sit back before you jump to conclusions. Sit back, make sure you have all the facts, make sure you have the correct picture, make sure you know what that individual is, you know, what that individual has really said, because, you know. People do that all the time. But they try should, to shape and form the news into what they want it to be instead of what for what it is. But yeah. we should have learned that from Ferguson. We saw all of those misconceptions from the social media um, and people taking and cropping and writing in things that weren't supposed to be. So th- that's something that we should have known from before. Well, you know, when it comes to social media, period, it's not like you have uh, legitimate journalists you know, uh, printing credible stories. But right. I mean, look at the one uh, newscaster that got popped for lying, you know, saying that he was, uh, his uh, helicopter was attacked. So sometime even the journalists can be in question. Absolutely. But you cannot put all stock in social media. No, you can't. Agree. But that's why you have to do your research, and that's why you have to say, okay, you know what, let me make sure, because stories change all throughout the course of the day. I mean, you can paint a picture, but then by the end of the day, you may not have the complete picture. Maybe you get the full picture the following week. So you kind of have to pick and choose and just be careful and kind of, you know, just kind of wait for the full story to develop. Yeah, let's go to the phones. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, sir. How are y'all today? Doing well, how are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Just having a good time good, good. listening to all the uh, comments that's, uh, about what's going on. 
Um, and I think everybody's bringing out some uh, pretty decent points. You know, I think at the end of the day, we all have to uh, make sure that the decisions that we make are, are, are best for us and our families, you know. And, and I know that sometimes we might disagree on it. But I, to talk about, you know, the um, the bus, you know, uh, the kids going to school. Yes. Today, mm-hmm. Well, I heard that the... Um, that they don't catch buses there. They, you know, they they have to use the transit system, and uh, the places where they all meet to get on the bus is like you know a hub kind of, and it, I guess it kind of presents a situation for them to kind of get out of control. So I guess you have to take all things under consideration. You know, if you're sending your kid out uh, into a volatile situation like it is there in Boston, and uh, and you know I, I know that education is important. But also, the, you know, the safety of our children are important also. So you kind of have to balance the two out and just make sure you make the best decision for your child. And, and I know everybody wants their child to be protected and every everyone wants their child to be educated. So I, I think you just have to, you know, if we were there in that situation, I think we just have to make the best decision uh, based on how the outcome would be for our children, you know. So... Uh, you know that, and you know another point uh, that I want to make about the, the new attorney general. It, it seems kind of, I don't know if it's coincidence or by chance that you know the first thing that her first day on the job she has to deal with something like this. You know, so that's um, I, I don't know. Sometimes you you know I, I wonder if things are planned or orchestrated uh, to to happen like they are, or do they just happen by chance? What what do you guys take on that? I think it's by chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean the way things just, just fell in her lap. Yeah, I mean it fell in her lap and it you know, on her watch on her shift and, and and I think she's capable, you know, of dealing with it. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, how could you plan this? <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but but you know, it seems like so much of this is happening today. You know, I mean, you know, with the, you know the police incidents with you know uh, killing young black men and. And, and none of them are being held accountable, uh, except for I think the one police officer that shot the guy in the back. I think he, he's the only one that's really, you know, that they, uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe seriously bringing charges up against. But all the rest of them, it just seems that you know they did they did what they did, and they're you know they're not being held accountable for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, hey, we appreciate your phone call, man. Thank you, too, and you guys keep up the good work. All right. Thank you. Have you a know, good one. Thanks a lot. Uh, 30 minutes after 10 o'clock, 405-460-1140. You know, this is the, this is the time where I think, of course, even that uh, looking at what's what's happened in Baltimore, uh, you have to be a part of the political process. Mm-hmm. Not only be a registered voter, but get out and vote and get engaged and get involved. You know, and you can make a change. You can make a difference. It, it takes a day at a time, a person at a time. Yeah, and I would say, you know, there are similarities with Ferguson, but there are quite a few differences if you look at what's going on. Um, They have a black mayor in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. They have a black uh, police commissioner in Baltimore. Most of their officials are African-American compared to Ferguson uh, when you didn't see that. So you have different dynamics in what's taking place uh, in Baltimore compared to Ferguson and and all around. You definitely have to be a part of the political process. And I'm so glad that both of you guys have mentioned that. I was just, you know, in in conversation yesterday in in which uh, at the establishment where I was, they were showing, you know, Dancing with the Stars or whatnot. And it just kind of dawned on me, where are our priorities? I mean, 
people call in by the thousands, and I'm pretty sure they're just not all Caucasian people that vote for Dancing with the Stars or American Idols or whatever, but you would sit and vote for somebody dancing or somebody singing or, or whatever the case may be, but you won't take the time to go out and vote for the right elected official? Where's our priorities, people? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Let's go to the phones before we take our next break. Good morning, caller. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Hey. Doing well, man. What's how, are, on? how are you? I'm hanging in there. Okay. What's on your mind this morning? Let's go and elaborate a little bit on uh, what's going on in Baltimore, Maryland. Sure. I just want to add that uh, what I feel that needs to be happening is to take place rather is to for the leaders in the community to sit down. That includes the mayor. The commissioner, the chief of police, and the African American ministers and ministers of all faith and colors, not only African, multicultural ministers of all races and ethnic groups. I mean to say it like that. And sit down with the police department and iron this problem out, take time out, and others just time out right after this big time riot to try to solve some of these issues, these problems that's going on in the community. And also, I want to say that that rumor about the um, the Bloods, the Crips, and these gangs, and this and that, and all that came from uh, Hannity himself on the radio yesterday. I heard him slam bamming the people about that issue, and it seems like you know you mentioned to me before. I think it was Lana that he does this for ratings, you know. But that's not good when you do this for ratings because that causes more problems to occur. Sure. And I think that, you know, he should apologize for making such statements, but he never will do that, of course. And, you know, it's always, it's always ended up with him is about the president. Now, this is President Obama's fault again for sending people there for the boy's funeral, the young man's funeral, but not the boy. And I said, my goodness gracious, when is all this hate going to stop? That's why I'm suggesting that we sit down and talk this problem out in a, you know, in a, in a healthy, therapeutic manner. You know, that's what, what's wrong with that? I think it'll work. Yeah, I do What do you think? I think I think it'll work. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, once again, stressing being a part of the political process. You know. Yeah. Right. I mean, no one wants anything like this to happen to their community. But I think you know, taking a stand and you know, protecting your community. Now, he had mentioned you know Hannity or whatever. I heard that that word was out also. Just like we mentioned the picture and being cropped or whatever. You know, folks are going to put all types of information out there to mislead you. Exactly. You know? Uh, big time. We gotta take a break so we don't get behind. So caller, please hold on the line. Hold on the line and we'll come back. We're gonna pick you up. So it's gonna be about, uh, two minutes or so. So we'll be right back. Oklahoma. Time to get the family together to have fun. Dr. Pepper, Credit Connection, and McDonald's presents Perry Publishing and Broadcast Company's 16th Annual Cowboys of Color Rodeo. Featuring all your favorite blacks, Hispanics, Native Americans, and whites competing in a -a one-of-a-kind rodeo. The rodeo will feature the ever-popular Pony Express. Plus, come check out Leroy's Boom Boom Room and the Kids Play Area. This year's live concert will feature national recording artist Rob Bangs. That's right, it's Rob Bays. 
Rob Bass live in concert performing all of his hits. There will also be the DJ battle of the old school music versus new school music between Heart and Soul 92.1 and 1140's D. Chappelle versus Power 103.5's Super Cool. Come see if D. Chappelle can win four in a row. Super Cool says it's time for D. Chappelle to lose. So grab the entire family and come experience one of Oklahoma's family traditions, the Cowboys of Color Rodeo, featuring Rob Bass taking place Saturday, May 2nd at the Oklahoma State Fairgrounds Arena in Oklahoma City. Doors open at 5 p.m. Showtime, 7 p.m. Get your tickets now starting at $11, not including service charges. Tickets available at GQ Fashions, Images of Hair and Nails, Ice Event Center, Hopkins Hair Care, and O-City Source, or charge by phone 1-800-511-1552 or online at okstatefair.com. This is also brought to you by Mark Morell's Family Bail Bonding. Right now, a pirate takeover of an oil tanker is being thwarted off the coast of Africa. Right now, terrorists are being watched from 10 miles in the stratosphere. Right now, a school is being built for children in a third world country. Right now, America's Navy is working around the world, around the clock, protecting everything we hold dear back home. Visit Navy.com to learn more. Our experts know tires, enough to expertly install more than 3.5 million last year. That level of service will give you more confidence than ever before, even enough to hand-feed a juicy steak to a lion. Now get a $120 mail-in rebate on select tires when you use the Ford Service credit card at the Big Tire event. Ford Service. Go with confidence. Subject to credit approval, rebate by prepaid debit card, other tire manufacturer rebate or offer cannot be combined with Ford Service credit card rebate or offer. See your participating Ford dealer for details through 63015. If your vehicle isn't stopping like it used to or makes squealing noises when you brake, shop the Spring Brake Deal Savings Event at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, buy a set of Brake Best Select pads and a pair of rotors and get a $20 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Don't miss the Spring Brake Deals at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Inventory is everything. Products sitting on shelves is money sitting on shelves. Managing our inventory is key. That's why I use Keepstock Solutions from Granger. Keepstock Solutions help keep just the right amount of inventory on hand. Keepstock Solutions help keep the cost down. Keepstock Solutions keep me a happy camper. What's the key to better inventory management? Keepstock Solutions from Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Visit Granger.com/keepstock for more information. Granger for the ones who get it done. Times sure have changed since Geico started saving people money over 75 years ago. We didn't have video games like today, but that's not to say we didn't have fun. One of my favorite games was Don't Get Kicked by the Goat. Now that's some real excitement, especially when someone lost. Yep, back then we knew two things, how to have a good time, and that Geico was always a good deal. Geico, saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. All right, we are back. You're listening to the Open Mic Talk Show, Heart and Soul, 92.1 and 1140 in Oklahoma City. The Touch, KGTO, 1050 in Tulsa, and KKRX, 1380. Heart and Soul, Lawton going to the phone, talking with you. Good morning. Morning, crew. Good morning. Hey. How you guys doing? Doing well. So, how are you? Man, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <clears throat> I'm here uh, looking or at all of this, uh, this, this, what's going on in Baltimore, you know, and... Uh, Every time something like this happens, it brings back, you know, stark reminders to 
myself, my wife, and our family, you know, on the, you know, the murder of our 19-year-old and what a family has to go through. I was looking at the, or listening to the comments that the family was making after the funeral. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, no family wants to have their loved one's memory uh, attributed or associated with, with, with the scenes like this, you know, and uh, uh, it, it, it's the unrest and and you know our uh, you know this is like the seventh the seventh anniversary of our child's death and you know nothing's been done about it up until this day you know and uh, <coughs> we even had to have two services you know the the, the service we had first for, you know for for the for the community the family the friends and whatnot and and then we had to have a private one because of the condition of the of the remains uh, you know and. But I was listening to the, the lawyer of the family also, and he was saying how these things are, are sensationalized, and that uh, the mayor, uh, you know, comes under great criticism. So where were the cameras when when people were talking about the over incarceration rate and the disparity in the community, the, 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 the no jobs, the, the poor education, all these things? Where is the you know where is the great media for those type of things? Uh, the things that precipitate these type of uh, occurrences where people just get fed up and they were talking about the the age of the people, the young, the real young children out in the streets uh, looting and throwing rocks and whatnot, you know, and I think it trickles down. But at the same time, these are the same scenes that some of us looked, in, looked at and saw in the 60s when people were turning water hoses and sicking dogs on, on us right. for no reason, you know, except that we wanted uh, 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 just human rights. <clears throat> and and if, if y'all will notice, man, it seems like these black mayors and the, the, the line that the media is towing right now, I've watched all the channels, they're, they're asking the question, was it that, was, uh, did she do enough? Wasn't there something that she could have done ahead of time rather than affording these people the opportunity to do what they did, you know? And it's like... She came under attack, even when you had a, uh, a natural disaster like uh, Katrina. They gave that mayor all kinds of problems, you know, as if, like you just said, somebody just said a minute ago, this wasn't asked for. These are things that are not asked for. And, you know, rioting and, 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 um, and mobs sometimes, these things happen uh, uh, instantaneously, you know. I mean, it can just be an emotion flare up and there we go. Mm -hmm. you know? So nobody plans this stuff, but they come right. under great criticism. Sure. Uh, uh, about uh, what they could have done and what they should have did and all that kind of stuff. And she's saying, well, we don't need these Monday morning quarterback sessions and all of this kind of stuff because it doesn't, any, it doesn't any good, doesn't do any good for us. We had information that we had to act on. You know, you don't know what, what we had to deal with and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, they are really sensationalizing this thing. It happened without a doubt. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, you had the CVS. I think you know that a CVS that they destroyed. Yes, yes, that was the CBS. Yeah, the drug And it doesn't do any good because, you know, they are, they're they providing services and care in that neighborhood and all that kind of stuff. But it just shows the level of frustration that people are having today. You know, sometimes you have people who are opportunists there, but then you have sometimes people who say, man, we just don't care no more, man. I mean, whatever. You know, we have to have some casualties, and we're going to have some casualties, but the point is going to be we're, going, we're sending out a message, you know, we're sick and tired of it. And sometimes that's all you that's all you got. I hate to say that, but sometimes you, your back is against the wall so much so to where you just vent, and, and you may vent in ways that are just not, you know, 
clean is nice to some people, but I mean, you just got to do what you got to do sometimes. You know, and even with the mayor, Stephanie Rawlings-Blake, you know, she was actually also watching her and she was defending the freedom of speech, you know, you know, with her obligation. And then she, of course, you know, dismissed the criticism that's been, of course, you know, been plastered everywhere that her support fueled the violent outburst. But it's like, you know, like I said before, who plans this? Number one. Number two, when you're in that situation, you kind of learn as you go. Yeah. And you have to take that into consideration. I mean, they're overwhelmed right now. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, that Miss Rawlings right now, Rawlings-Blake, she's overwhelmed with all of this. So all you can really do is just take one one step in front of the other and just try to keep it moving the best that you can. And that's exactly what, I'm, that's exactly what happened, Lana. She, she afforded everybody the right to do what it was. That they were. She did not uh, condone or, or advise those people no. to do what she did. She had to give everybody their rights. You don't know what's going to happen. But you it know happened, what? She okay? did say that the people there will not be allowed to destroy her city. I know that's right. So she's not playing. I mean, she's not just sitting back and watching it happen, okay? She's put it out there. Let them know that, hey, it's not going down like that. Not here. Not on my watch. All right. We thank you for your phone call. Thank we got to keep, keep going. And we do have special guests in studio. Uh, of course, Mr. Andy Harrison. Hey. The third. Of really? Allegiance Credit Union. Well, <laughs> sorry. Of Allegiance Credit Union. And I'm going to let you introduce uh, our guest that you brought in this morning. Certainly. Um, so, as you all know, um, Allegiance is always partnering with different entities in the city to bring financial awareness and education uh, to the masses because we know that that's an important component. Of, of people's well-being and so we have partnered with uh, the Urban League and so I have in the studio with me uh, Donald Carter who um, is uh, employed by the Urban League and um, writes grants for that organization and nonprofit um, and so he's the one that actually has uh, facilitated this series uh, that's going on and so I think we're at the third uh, part of the series where uh, we'll be talking about basically posing the question, uh, will your credit get it? Uh, and that is going to be um, put forth uh, in front of um, entrepreneurs and and people who are interested in, in getting a business, because I think it's really important to begin that conversation about what it takes for um, a business to start, uh, all those ducks that you have to have in a row, and so I'm just honored to be a part of that process and, and working with an Urban League uh, with that. If you don't mind, give us an outline of um, what it will take. Well, go ahead, I don't know, I'll let you... <clears throat> to, participate in the workshop, and to participate in the workshop, uh, all you need to do is call the Urban League at 405-424-5243 and RSVP for the workshop, which is this Thursday at 11 o'clock, and lunch is going to be provided. And like Andy said, you're going to learn a lot about uh, credit reports, credit right. scores, and how it helps you for those business owners or entrepreneurs out there looking for funding. This will be the workshop for you. And Andy, we've even talked about possibly uh, pulling the credit score there. Or, or right. Uh, pulling the credit report because one of the questions that I often get is, hey, I've never seen a credit report before, so I don't know really what to expect. Um, and also there's that demographic out there that 
does know how right. to pull up the credit, but it's just that fear, that underlying fear of I don't know what I'm going to see. Right. Um, and so we'll walk through the process of, of doing that. You won't be able to get your score, but there are certainly many um, avenues that you can go about getting a score, um, especially nowadays if you have a credit card, you can definitely get your score because credit card companies have started partnering with uh, TransUnion especially, which is one of the three uh, larger uh, credit entities. Um, and so we'll talk about all of those things. And I know the other reason why that's really important, too, is uh, there's this uh, there's this rumor or this misunderstanding about uh, how credit works as far as starting a business. You know, some people think you don't need to necessarily have good credit, uh, but that you there's this other entity called business credit. Um, but what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of your uh, loan originations come from your credit first because, of course, you don't have any business credit because you don't have a business. Um, so it's basing your um, the the opportunity that you have as a borrower. It, it's based on uh, your credit, and then of course, once you start your business and all that, then you can build a business credit and and then um, take out loans or do transactions based on your success as a business owner. So you're talking about networking, credit, and financial planning. And I guess one of the questions that I wanted to ask you is, you know, for some people, maybe their money is a little funny right about now. So with that said, how much does it cost to attend one of these workshops? Well, it's this is free. Um, it's what? Free. Shut your mouth. Free. Yeah. That's that's and that's the great thing about not only this, that. this partnership but allegiance and not only just allegiance but several of the other financial institutions in the area. We're really committed to uh getting to the consumer financial education um, in the age where you have Dave Ramsey and all these right. financial gurus who are going and trying to help people um you know, revolutionize the way they live and the way they see money. Um, it's really important that we fall in line with that initiative and and help our community, the the people that surround our financial institutions, help that community in giving them the financial education uh, that they need. So where do we start yeah. now? You know, we uh, if if maybe I always wanted to consider owning a, my own business, and you know, maybe I just got out of college, not so good, had a couple credit cards, and I I just let them say. Mm. You know, it's not good. It's not looking good, but I want to have my own business. How do I start now to get on the right track to start uh, getting the business credit and even getting my business? Okay, so the first thing, of course, I say go ahead and reach out to the Urban League and we have provide those <laughs> services for you. Uh, as far as registering your business and it, when it comes to looking at your credit score and the financing part, this is why we have partners like Allegiance who can sort of guide you through that process, maybe getting a credit card that has a uh, safety net on it to, to sort of build mm -hmm. and establish your credit or and, and different partners like that. So my first thing would say reach out to someone who has the information like Allegiance, like the Urban League, and we can uh, guide you through that process. So what is the fastest way to improve a credit score? Is there a fast way? I wouldn't say that there's necessarily a fast way. That's one of the things that we teach is that, you know, for credit rehabilitation, it takes time to mm -hmm. do that. And I say um, you'll see some pretty significant results in about a year. Um, and that's really if you're following the strict regimen of, one, paying your bills on time. Okay. Uh, if you miss a payment, you know, if you're late on a payment, 
it takes 24 months, which is equivalent, of course, to two years, to get those credit score points that you lost back. So it's very easy for your score to drop. You know, two or three things can happen. Uh, uh, an incident with identity theft can take your score down to um, uh, 100 to 200 points um, in an instance. But, you know, doing those things that you're supposed to do, often that, that mountain is a little high, and it takes a little time to get there. So the one thing that you can do is pay your bills on time. The second thing is to be careful about what it is that you borrow. Um, if you're borrowing for things uh, that are not going to secure some type of, of wealth for you, uh, or for instance, more specifically, if you're borrowing uh, money, if you're using your credit card to pay for uh, clothing that you don't necessarily need, or some items that are not going to uh, make sure that food is in your home and and your shelter remains over your head, then you have to really, really rethink those costs. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is that uh, there's something called a debt-to-income ratio, um, or rather um, not spending more than about 50% of that which you're able to borrow. Um, keeping those things in line, 35% of the credit score is based on payment history. Uh, there's a, a pretty good percentage, 15%, uh, that deals with the diversification. So if all of your money is tied into credit cards, that's not a good thing. But if you've got a mortgage, a car loan, maybe one credit card, then that's pretty good because, you know, you've heard that statement, diversify your portfolio. That's what right. that's talking about. Um, so you don't want to have your credit tied up into one thing. And mm -hmm. so I would say that those three or four things are, are the surest way to maintain a high score or definitely propel you on on that trajectory to, to obtaining a higher score. Okay, Andy. Let's say I'm at the mall. See that big old smile on my face? You're always at Let's the mall. Say, don't say that. Or get in my nails and toast them. Where you go, by the way. Ah, watch out. Okay, let's say I'm at the mall. Oh, been let's going? say oh, I'm yeah? at the mall. Yeah, we met. Yeah, but that's not what this is that's, about. That's uh, not what this we'll is about. Okay, later. let's say I'm the subject. Okay. I'm at the mall, and I'm shopping, going through store to store, and then all of a sudden I realize that maybe I had left one of my debit cards at a store, a particular store, and I don't remember which one it was. Not saying that this was identity theft, but let's say that I don't find my card. What's the first thing I should do? The first thing that you should do is to alert your financial institution. Okay. Um, and let them know that you've misplaced your card. And m most um, financial institutions like Allegiance have pretty good uh, fraud departments. Okay. Um, system set in place that will safeguard our members and our customers against identity theft. Um, and that's one of those things that um, a lot of elders are having trouble with. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that Allegiance is getting ready to do, two things actually, in the quest to fight against identity theft is, uh, one, we're getting ready to have um, a seminar for our Diamond Eagles, which is our 55 and older account holders. That's good. Um, calling Identifying mm -hmm. Elder Abuse. And mm -hmm. a component of that is financial exploitation. Mm. Um, whereas if they're now just getting to the place where they're using debit cards. They don't really know what it's all about, but they know that this is a, they have to get on board, but a lot of them don't really know how to use it. And so sure. it happens that they leave their card somewhere or something like mm -hmm. that. So mm -hmm. um, we're getting ready to have that on uh, Tuesday, May 19th. And that's also free to the community. Um, they can just uh, RSVP and come on in and lunch is free. But that's that's one of the issues there that we're targeting because so many of our elders are the ones that go through a scenario that you're talking about. But you want to alert your financial institution first. And generally what they do is they will shut the car down. Mm -hmm. uh, 
will open you up another account and have you another card ready. At least Just that's like that? what they do at Allegiance, right? I love it. I love it. You know, speaking about RSVP with the networking credit and financial planning with the Urban League's business management series, will someone have to RSVP for this as well? Oh, yeah. Um, and, hey, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lunch is provided at no charge, so we want to figure out how many people are coming, figure what? out how much food we need to have. What's the number? How many people are we expecting that? No, I mean, how no, does someone reserve? You said lunch is going to be four zero five. Come on, guys. I mean, I'm just four, saying. Four two four five two four three. Just give us a call. All right. All right. We appreciate you, gentlemen, for stopping by and letting us know about uh, this Thursday at the Urban League. So, Andy, are you going to be the one facilitating the discussion? Yes, yes, I will definitely be there. So if you've forgotten uh, the number that we've just given, you can definitely give me a call at 789-7900, extension 2251. um, And I would definitely get the names over to Donald at the Urban League and let you know that. Um, let them know that you're coming but it's a great thing if you're interested in getting a business um, a lot of people always say I don't know what to do I don't know what the first step is that's why we have the Urban League and nonprofits like that so come on over and get helped and um, get educated All right, thank you you so much gentlemen thank you planning ahead makes dreams happen eating healthy exercising avoiding tobacco drugs and alcohol All good things when you're planning to start a family. Use birth control until you're ready to have a baby. Take a multivitamin with folic acid every day. And see a healthcare provider as soon as you think you are pregnant. Planning ahead makes dreams come true. Preparing for a lifetime starts today. Go to OCCHD.org. Terrence just tried McDonald's new raspberry sweet tea and diet sweet tea for the first time. Now he's seeing sweet tea everywhere. Good morning, sweetie. Sweet tea? Are those new kicks? Sweet tea? Sweet tea again. Oh, don't forget, the meeting is in sweet tea. This is getting weird. I think I love sweet tea. There's something for everyone to love at McDonald's. Our new raspberry sweet tea and zero-calorie diet sweet tea are a dollar any size, so you'll start seeing them everywhere. A la carte only. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Kev, have you had McDonald's new artisan grilled chicken? No. Why? Something's missing. (laughs) I can't tell by the way you're eating. Does it have seasoning? Oh, yeah. It's got that great garlic, parsley, and black pepper taste. Mmm. It's tender, juicy, 100% chicken breast filet. So, what's missing? Actually, the artificial flavors added colors and preservatives. But in reality, nothing. Seared to perfection on our grill. Hurry in for the new Artisan Grilled Chicken Sandwich and taste nothing but lovin'. Participate in McDonald's. Geico RV presents Reflections from the Road. After a few hours riding in my RV, I get in the zone. It's just me, the road, and the savings I get with Geico RV insurance. There's no more worries, no more 9 to 5 hustle. It's like I'm a caged animal set free. What's that? Is it a grizzly bear? No. It's just me switching to Geico RV insurance, saving money, wild and free. Geico, for your RV, trailer, or camper, see how much you could save. Kev, have you had McDonald's new artisan grilled chicken? No. Why? Something's missing. (laughs) I can't tell by the way you're eating. Does it have seasoning? Oh, yeah. It's got that great garlic, parsley, and black pepper taste. Mmm. It's tender, juicy, 100% chicken breast filet. So, what's missing? Actually, the artificial flavors added colors and preservatives. But in reality, nothing. Seared to perfection on our grill. Hurry in for the new artisan grilled chicken sandwich and taste nothing but lovin'. And participate in McDonald's. This spring, the Home Depot makes it easy to have a beautiful garden with 8-inch drop-in blooms for just $9.98. So... 
Let's dig in. Let's get our garden looking good. Let's grab flowers put together by garden designers at the Home Depot, drop them in a flower pot or right into the ground, and then take all the credit for a beautiful garden. Spring all out for less with 8-inch drop-in blooms today. Let's do this. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Available in participating U.S. stores only. Right now, a pirate takeover of an oil tanker is being thwarted off the coast of Africa. Right now, terrorists are being watched from 10 miles in the stratosphere. Right now, a school is being built for children in a third world country. Right now, America's Navy is working around the world, around the clock, protecting everything we hold dear back home. Visit Navy.com to learn more. Would you wait several days for your shower to get hot? Would you wait several days to feel the full effect of relief from your nasal congestion? Flonase Allergy Relief Nasal Spray could take that long. Ugh. But if you're congested now and you want powerful relief now, use Afrin No-Drip. Afrin starts working in seconds uh. and keeps working for 12 hours. So why wait several days to feel the full effect? Uh-uh. You can start to get relief in seconds with Afrin. Uh. Afrin, powerful congestion relief without the wait. Use as directed. Thank you for tuning in to the Open Mic Talk Show, your voice of the community. Tune in every weekday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. as we discuss more on politics, current affairs, and issues affecting you and our community. It's the Open Mic Talk Show, only on Heart and Soul 92.1 at 1140 in Oklahoma City, the Touch 1050 in Tulsa, and on the all-new Heart and Soul 1380 in Lawton, Fort Sill.